0: Give your thoughts. Let your spirit, soul, and body become one with the Spirit of the Lord right now. Let the three parts of who you are become one in the presence of the Lord. That you may become one with Him in spirit and in truth. With all my thoughts, with all my mind, with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my body. And with the reborn spirit of the Lord within me. I praise the might and the holy one. I worship and I praise the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I worship the name of Jesus. I worship my high priest, Jesus. I worship the healer of my body, the restorer of my soul. I worship, I worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you turn to that person next to you, just hug their neck and shake their hand. Tell them I love you in the love of the Lord. Just bless them. Tell them I welcome you. I welcome you in the name of Jesus. Just welcome you. Just welcome you. Thank God you're here. Jesus Jesus Oh hallelujah Oh hallelujah Shout unto the Lord all ye people for the Lord is good The healer and the restorer of our bodies know if Brother Derek, Sister Angie's here. She's here, Sister Angie. There you are, there you are. Hallelujah. Last week I shared the testimony about Brother Casey and them, son. And this week I want to share the testimony that they thought had lymphoma and it was nothing. And then this week we want to testify about the little Derek that we prayed for, that they thought of cyst and different things, said different things. But they've been back from Baton Rouge Thursday and Friday. Reagan, I'm sorry, Reagan, and praise God, Reagan is healed, and there's no tumors, no cancer, and we praise God. When she answered the phone, I could tell they had good news, praise God, so we rejoice with you, sis, and let's just praise the Lord for the power of his might. He is such a good God, an awesome God. Sister Annie's not here, Uh, some some of the ladies have gone on one of those bus trips, Uh, I hope it wasn't Woodstock or something like that, but (laughs) Sister Annie, you know, she's a little over, you know, she's just a young lady over, she's over here? Oh, you are here. You didn't go on that bus tour? Oh, it's next week. You keep telling me that next week you're going to Woodstock. Well, you behave yourself, okay? But anyway, she came up here a few weeks ago because she had this thing on her nose, and she said, you know, the doctor's saying cancer, and we say, no, it's not cancer, and we prayed, and she went to the doctor, and they took that thing off, and it wasn't cancer, so we (laughs) praise God for that. I mean, our God is a good God. He is able to heal and touch and minister. He's a God who is close to you, not afar off. And we just praise God for what he's doing in your life today. I want to share with you out of Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter 26, verse 17. And I want to just read the message translation of this. Acts chapter 26, verse 27. It says, I am sending you off to open the eyes of the outsiders so they can see the difference between dark and light. And listen, it goes on to say, and choose light to see the difference between Satan and God and choose God. I'm sending you off to present my offer of sins forgiven. I am sending you off to present my offer of sins forgiven and a place in the family, inviting them into the company of those who begin real living. Somebody shout out real living by believing in me. We believe in real living. And there are people that are, are just lost and seeking. What can I do with my life? My life is so lost. My life has no meaning. And Paul was saying I've been given the message to go and declare and to share that there is a difference between light and darkness that there is a difference between Satan and God. As we're celebrating today our 10th year anniversary. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. (laughs) That Cindy and I have been here for 10 years. You know some marriages don't make it 10 years. We survived central Louisiana for 10 years. And I keep Having the words of Chris Tomlin's song that you hear on K-Love. You're the God of this city and you're the king of these people. You're the Lord of this nation. You're the light in the darkness and you're the hope to the hopeless. And you're the peace to the restless. There is no one like our God. And I love the course. And this is what I believe because, you know, the, the number 10 stands for completion. And it's just to prepare us for the year 11. And I love the course that says, for greater things have yet to come. And greater things are still to be done in this city. Greater things are yet to come and greater things are still to be done in this city. How many of you believe that? Say amen. amen. He says that he wants to give you the message of life to begin enjoying life. And you know, there, there, there's someone here, or someone maybe listening by internet that I want to encourage you about. King Solomon was born in royalty, son of King David. It says in 1 Kings, uh, 2 Kings, I believe, chapter 3, that he was there. And God appeared to him in a dream and said, ask and I'll give it to you. And so he says, you know, you have been so good to my father. And what he was saying was, I don't deserve this throne. I inherited this throne. I don't deserve this throne. In fact, David had the, Solomon had the attitude, I'm the son of a murderer. And I'm the son of an adulterer. My father was known as an adulterer. My father was known as a murderer. There's nothing but a loving, gracious God like you can then take the son of a murderer and adulterer and make him the king over your people. And he's saying, I don't want to just be a regular king. I want to be a king that's going to praise and glorify your name. I want real living. He said, you are the God and my father. I'm not worship you only as the God of my father. I'm worshiping you as my father and my God. I'm not going to live according to the circumstance for which, is, which I was born and the condition of my parents when I was born, but I want to claim my new birth that is in Jesus Christ. And that is the reason we have seen the difference between darkness and light. And he says, so, Father, even though my inheritance has been that of not only a priest and a king, but an adulterer and a murderer of many men, I, want, I ask you to only give me wisdom and understanding To be able to lead these people that they can know you and they can understand you. Because I'm just a child. He was humble before God. And God said, because you ask me not for riches or honor or the head of your enemies. I'm going to give you wisdom and honor. But I'm also going to give you everything else you didn't ask for. And if you're here today and you say, I don't know what to pray for. I'm telling you by the spirit of God. Ask God for wisdom and understanding. That no matter what situation you were born into, God can give you the power to get you out of. You are not a marked man and you are not a marked woman or young person by something that you did yesterday or last year. You might have made the biggest mistake and you might have come from the biggest, what seems to be the mistake in the eyes of people. But that doesn't necessarily mean, and it does not mean in the name of Jesus, that that is your future. He says, I've anointed a murderer, Paul of Silas. I've anointed a murderer to go and show the people the difference between Satan and and God and darkness and death. I've chosen a murderer to go and preach my gospel and write more of the New Testament than any other apostle. I've chosen the son of a murderer not to be marked by what his dad did, but to be the greatest king and his fame shall be known for all eternity. And it's that by that message and that hope and that peace and the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ that you and I can be in here today that no matter what we've done in mistakes or errors, we can leave this place saying, I'm not marked by what someone before me did or even by what I did in the past, but I am marked by the stained cross of Jesus Christ that speaks that I have been bought and I have been freed and I have been made new. And he paid the price for you and I. So that you could be part of a family. That we all are blood, blood, blood washed and born by the grace and the mercy of God. That we can all say we all were marked men. But he was the marked savior and lamb. That we could go free. So that we could be a family to say listen. We are experiencing real living. It's not what the world or the TV or even the shopping channel says that it gives you real living. It's not HGTV. But it's God TV that I tell you exactly everything you need to have life and have it more abundantly is the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the light and the glory in the face of Christ Jesus, which is to able to save our little babies that we know that they're not. We're not going to be having a funeral. We're going to see their graduation. We're going to see their engagement. We're going to see their uh, college education. We're going to see their marriage. You're going to be able to see him walk down the aisle, both of those boys. And you're going to see them be able to glorify God that they had the sentence of death upon them. But there is a powerful God that reached down on the inside and took the sentence of death and put in his living life. And just like now, like these two children have a future and a hope. You have a future and a hope. And your children and your children's children. And God says, I placed you in the palm of my hand. And there is nothing and nobody who is able to remove them from me. So I want to encourage you grandparents and parents and husbands and wives and students. I want to encourage you today. That there is a word for you. And that word is to begin living. Not experiencing that which is of the curse. But that which is of life eternal. And you will live and not die. Do you know this year... We're already going into November. We have not had a funeral of a member of the church. We've had some weddings. In fact, we were at 1 to 10 o'clock last night. We've had some weddings. But we've had funerals of family members of the church, but no member of the church. They have not died, and you're not dying. You're not going nowhere. You're going to grow old. and If you, if you want 100 years old, go ahead and have another baby. If Abraham could do it, you can do it. We're not talking about retirement here. We're talking about from glory to glory, power to power. Amen. But make sure you're married before you have that baby. Hallelujah. When the ushers come forward, we're going to receive our morning's offerings and tithe. And we want to thank you for your faithful giving. We want to thank you for your support. We want to thank you for all that you do and all that you're doing. And you're going to see that building fund where we still Oh, I think 230-something thousand. You're going to see it go down to 220,000 because I believe we've got like $12,000 that's come in to where we can pay that down. And I want you to keep believing that we we're able to pay it off so that we can build because today I want to invite you we're going to be back here tonight we're going to be eating and celebrating and we're not going to be preaching or singing we're going to have just a party we're going to be partying in the back tonight so I want you to come and be a part of that everybody's invited but I just want you to think if we had that new kitchen and that new facility we could have eaten all day all day and we'd have an Alka-Seltzer break at four and then we'd get together and we'd eat again if we had that new kitchen and building Because the people, Sister Carolyn and them are going to have to be coming back and decorate after church and and put stuff out because the kids are using that room now. But I see it done. And I see us sitting around eating and getting fat and having a good time together. Feeding the poor and the hungry and the needy. I see things coming along for the glory of God. So listen, we love you and we bless you in Jesus' name.